Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for well-qualified customers. Contact us before canceling accounts to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. It's time for one more hour of the Hot Corner. Hi, my name's Alfred D'Elia. At home, they call me Big Al, and I hit dingers. It's time for the second game of our radio doubleheader. Boxing flies one in the air to left. up to the plate for hour two you want a piece of me this is the hot corner on 1080 look this is america this is why we're here is to play the game of baseball the freedoms that we have the fan welcome into the second hour of the hot corner if you're missing the first hour you can download that on the les schwab tires podcast at 1080thefan.com and the odyssey app and speaking of podcast beers on us will drop tomorrow at 4 p.m you can get that wherever you get your podcasts including 1080thefan.com and the Odyssey app. Sean Burke is my guest, and it uh, was a really, really fun time with him as he is a massively respected person in the Portland beer scene. So make sure you grab that uh, wherever you do. We got fair foul at the bottom of the hour, but we are joined this week by Jen Ellis, who works here for Odyssey and uh, in our traffic department. She handles all the uh, commercials and who goes where and who gets the cool five o'clock spot but who gets relegated to the nine o'clock p.m spot and and so, jen might i yeah. say you've just been doing just a fantastic job lately you're doing amazing yes the way those so, commercials flow is, yes it's just so fantastic so, it sounds so good you know, any, weird any, any weird the sales guy is sucking up to the traffic whoa what are you, oh, what hey, are you hey, talking hey, about hey, yeah. i think we're against the clock patrick i think we have to move oh, on okay okay, okay. okay. thank you thank you <laughs> Uh, but, Jen, not only do you do traffic for us here at Odyssey, but you have a connection to the Hillsborough Hunts. Yes, I Please do. Please walk me through this. Tell well, me his about name's it. Joe Fisher, and he's sitting in the <laughs> room next door. Uh, no, uh, yeah, the in the uh, 2019 season, they had the audition for the PA announcer. Mm-hmm. And, uh, you know, swag, obviously. is That a, jerk. Ah, that I hate guy. that guy. I hate that guy. <laughs> <laughs> oh, hey, swag, what's up? Um, uh, no, yeah, we, you know, I mean... Uh, they had an open audition mm-hmm. and uh, they, you know, whittled it down and I, I got a call back and a final call back. So I was like, Hey, Oh my God, right. I'm going to be the this PA announcer. This is my dream. And then they gave it to swag. Um, but they called me and they said, Hey, you know, we, we liked your resume. We yeah. liked your, your skills and your ability and your love for baseball. So sure. we, you know, we'd like you to be the on-field MC. And I was like, Oh, Hey, cool. That's even better. That's great. Um, so the 2019 season, that's what I did. I was, you know, hosting the little games in between innings and stuff. And, okay. um, and- and uh, personally, I think yeah. that was the peak of when you were there because whoever was handling audio and music that season. That was the best. Yeah, <laughs> I, that, mean, it, it, was, it was. I know. I think there was two yeah. guys doing it, but 
but there was one guy out there in particular. One guy Man, in particular, yeah. He was just yeah. And real I do good. I do remember, you know, the times when it was 118 degrees out on the field and I was dying oh, and I'd yeah. go up into the PA booth and Joe would be have have a hoodie on. You know, I'm like, <laughs> I it's hate AC in there. Yeah, it's the only room in the in the ballpark with AC. So, so did you just do yeah. 20? Is it really? I didn't even know yeah, that. It is, yeah. <laughs> but that seat where the where the uh where the soundboard is, the air conditioner literally just blows directly oh, on wow. that chair. Well, the soundboard so, it hey, needs to be kept it, cool. It, it, it does. The soundboard needs to stay cool. So <laughs> Um, so I happily transferred from being on field MC to working in the PA booth. <laughs> oh, okay. I was going to say, so you yeah. just did the 2019 season. So the 19 season, I was the on field MC mm-hmm. and then obviously 2020, 2020, no, no season. So 21 was delayed and they didn't quite know what they were going to do. So they didn't really have, they still were trying to do social distancing and didn't want to sure. have like fan facing interactions with people with like me handing you a microphone totally, and totally. that kind of stuff. And we were still all wearing masks. And um, so they said, hey, you know, would you be interested in, you know, doing uh, the video board and, you know, some audio stuff? Yeah. Uh, and I said, yeah, I'll do it all. You know, and, and my radio background, I can run a soundboard. Sure, yeah. You know, I know how to do that. And I know how to follow the pace of the game. And like when things are getting exciting to play the right sound effects. And, mm-hmm. you know, when there's a strikeout, you know, hit the, you know, strikeout laser button or sure, whatever, you know, sure. sound effect. And um, so, you know, I mean, that was that was exciting for me, too. And also. So the literally once in a lifetime opportunity last year in 21 uh, when the Vancouver Canadians had to play their entire season in Oregon right. because of the border restrictions <clears throat> because of COVID. Um, so I literally, you know, would have never had this opportunity, but I got to be their PA announcer for a lot of their games. Right. I got to do soundboard for a lot of their games and I even did scoreboard for one of the, <laughs> so I'm like the ultimate utility player at the, at the hops. I can do pretty much anything up there. That's awesome. So, are you, are you yeah. still with them right now? Yep, this this past <clears throat> season, uh, I was the main music person, and I filled in for Swag on PA when he was out, and you know they they had me do PA when it was like Women in Sports Night and on Pride Night and stuff like that. So I mean that's always been my dream is to do PA uh, for baseball. But yeah, that so we just I need mean, to take a bat yeah. to Swag's legs and yeah, get him out of or there. yeah, break his vocal cords forever <laughs> <laughs> so that I can do it. Um, but yeah, that you know I mean that's that's uh, that's what I did this past season. I I really enjoyed you know, primarily just doing the music stuff mm-hmm. and the sound effects and everything. And, um, I, yeah, I had a blast. It was really great. So tell me, you know, I think, you know, I think minor league baseball is, is quite romanticized mm-hmm. in the local market. You know, you've got a, mm-hmm. you've got a team. I, I was recently visiting uh, Minneapolis for a, mm-hmm. for a conference and there was a day I snuck over to St. Paul and caught a St. Paul Saints game. Oh, nice. It's their triple, yeah. the, uh, the twins triple mm-hmm. A affiliate. And so and you you get these local things, you know. I mean, that's different because they've got a big league big league team in their city. But I think people f- like on the larger scene kind of forget how local and great it is. Tell me, what is it like watching these kids, guys, yeah. longtime journeymen mm-hmm. do this minor league this minor league circuit? What have you yeah. learned from them? What kind of empathy, sympathy yeah. do you have for <laughs> them? And what kind of excitement? Like, what really fires you up about? you know, minor league baseball. Yeah, it really, it really is exciting to see the guys at this local level um, and advance on to the big leagues. Mm -hmm. And, and I think there was, you know, because of the no 2020 season for the minor leagues, I think that did kind of help some of them in, in a regard where they got to be like on the taxi squad or whatever, Mm. where they wouldn't have been at that major league level at all, Totally, you know, um, and then, you know, with the 21 season, even though it was still shortened, it still was this chance for these guys that 
like I said, I mean, Julio Rodriguez advanced so fast. Yeah. And and I looked at a picture the other day of like the opening day uh, lineup card from 2021. And I mean, Matt Brash was on it. Oh. Um, I think, uh, who else was on it? I think, I, I want to say Logan Gilbert, not Logan Gilbert. Um, what's the other guy's name? The, one of the, Anyway, one of the guys. George Kirby, maybe? Kirby, okay. yes, it was Kirby. And so Kirby and R- Rodriguez and, uh, and Brash were all on like the opening day lineup wow. card. And I was like, oh my God, they're all, you know, playing an instrumental part right now. You know, it's amazing. And then, and then uh, with the Diamondbacks, I mean, obviously, you know. They're Diamondbacks. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> sorry, yeah. I'm sorry. I love the Hops. I work. I love working for them. And sure. it's, you know the Diamondbacks organization. But it's still, you know, it's like oh, uh, you know, I remember in 2019 when I was on the field and the guys were wearing the Portland Mavericks uniforms and I took a picture of the starting pitcher that day, which was Tommy Henry, who just made his major league debut and won and you know struck out all of the Dodgers. And, you know, it was just like yeah. ah, this is really cool to see these guys, you know, get to that point and you know have a successful. Uh, you know, first start and Dre Jameson also same thing. He was uh, he was in, on the hops last year and he just made his first start. You know, a few weeks ago. Yeah, are we gonna get uh, are we gonna get Andrew Jones, kid? Oh my gosh, what happened to him? Did he get injured? He did get <laughs> yeah, hurt. Yeah, he, had he to, did get yeah. hurt. Now I worry because he's the number two overall pick. He might yeah, never touch the hops, but that'd be really cool. That if would he be did. cool. But and also now that the hops are at the developmental level mm. there are some opportunities for us to see some uh, major leaguers as well like um uh, who was it a couple of guys from the diamondbacks did their uh like their rehab, rehab assignments yeah. with the hops and i remember watching a diamondbacks game and they were like oh yeah and then carson kelly's gonna go up to hillsborough and catch a few games up there and i was like oh hey they're talking about <laughs> us hey. you know and sure enough he was the you know he actually asked mm-hmm. you know to do his rehab assignment here and uh he was you know you hear these great stories about these guys that treat their uh hops uh teammates really well and yeah, buy them yeah. steak dinners sure. and you know do all the good you're you like know. hoping the studs yeah, get exactly. hurt so they can yeah. hook you up a little bit <laughs> right exactly uh you've seen you've seen this team grow it you know it began as a short season mm-hmm. single a to a long season mm-hmm. to just growing up what is and, and you have to excuse my ignorance on the minor league system especially on that level what is the ceiling like? Can the hops continue to advance? Because we used to have the Beavers, right? Yeah, the Portland Beavers. Mm-hmm. They played where the Timbers play before they mm-hmm. renovated the stadium, right. and that was great because it was Triple A. Mm-hmm. Can is, is there a scenario in which the hops can become that, or they stay know. where they are? Yeah, I'm not sure. I mean, I think you know, obviously, like when they did the whole like restructuring of the minor leagues, and they had to do away with some of the teams, mm-hmm. and like the Salem Kaiser Volcanoes. Yeah you know, are not existent anymore, at least at this level. Mm -hmm. They are like an independent league now. Sure. But, you know, they were the Giants affiliate, and Mm -hmm. now the Giants affiliate is the Eugene Emeralds, whereas before in the short season, the Eugene Emeralds were the Cubs affiliate, you know, and so it's like all these things kept changing, and it's kind of like, yeah, what's going to happen next? You know, who are we going to see, you know, uh, next and you know I, I I'm not sure if if that's ever gonna I, I know there's gonna be like a stadium expansion Great. for the hops um, but I'm not sure I don't know how that would work out if that would ever if they would ever become like a higher level yeah double A or whatever yeah. whatever mm-hmm. uh, I gotta I'll, I'll get you out on on this when it from the hops perspective have have you had a chance to talk to any of the guys or hear about their feelings on becoming part of the union. Oh, no, not at all, actually. (laughs) Um, Because that is what I am the most fascinated about. I just, 
playing in minor league baseball is a grind. Mm, yeah, you know, and, I know. And it takes some serious yeah. love and passion. Like, mm. I am not the biggest Kyler Murray fan in the world, and I never knew why. And then I realized mm. why. It's like, oh, you don't want to do the grind in minor league baseball. Mm-hmm. You want the instant gratification yep. or satisfaction, you know? Sure. And, and so I'm very curious. So you'll have to do that next season. Mm-hmm. Try to talk to the guys and see, yeah. you know, how being – how being a part of the union will affect them because yeah. it's minor league baseball players have been treated like trash for a very, very oh, long time. Oh, a really long time, yeah. And there's, you know, I mean, there are a couple of guys that are like big fan favorites mm-hmm. that were not producing at all. And right. it's kind of like, hey, whatever happened to that, that guy? Oh, well, he retired. And yeah, it's like he like retired Sells from, cars in Gresham. Yeah, I'm like, is yeah. he like an Uber driver? Like what's yeah. going? Yeah, he probably was an Uber driver before as well as right. being a minor league baseball player, right. you know, because they have to do that sometimes. But yeah, uh, uh, I'm fascinated yeah. by that aspect. So you're yeah. going to do it again next year. Oh yeah, you're yeah, with them. yeah, absolutely. Okay, I mean, great. You know, it's it's one of those things where it's like a seasonal employee I'm type sure. thing yeah, where yeah. it's like I still have to fill out all the application right. work and you know, and they're There's like, another but W two, yeah, yeah, exactly. They're like, don't worry if you see a job posting come up that says for your job, you know, because we still need people to back you up in case totally. you're out. Yeah, of course. Well, good. I'm happy for you. I hope you hang on yeah. to that. Yeah, it's really fun. Uh, when we come back, uh, there is one, we were, we were talking about this before we came on the show, there is one race that still is kind of coming down to the wire that I want to get to as we loom towards the playoffs. This is the Hot Corner. Jen Ellis joining us today on 1080 The Fan. The Hot Corner on 1080 The Fan. 9-17 here. This is The Hot Corner. We'll do this every single Wednesday from 8 to 10 during football season because the Oregon Ducks have the coaches show from 7 to 8. So thanks for sticking around. Tune in for this. We have Jenna Ellis sitting in with us this week. Not really sure what the future plan is of this show. I got a meeting with the boss tomorrow. Uh, we'll figure it out. Put in a good word for me. Yeah, you got it, girl. I well, I know Jeff, so you know I can put in a good word for myself. Weirdly, <laughs> Patrick's mic seems to be getting quieter and quieter. Right? <laughs> I can fight for myself. Dang it! Uh, we're gonna do fair or foul here in about ten minutes or so, and you'll you'll love this. I think fair or foul okay, is, is a lot of fun. Uh, the one other race that I want to talk about that we were kind of get into. Uh, it's quite crazy that in the National League East. There is a very good chance that there are two teams with 100 wins. Yeah. Um, as the Mets <laughs> and Braves go back and forth, and they're supposed to play. I I saw like it's like Sunday night baseball is Mets Braves uh, this weekend, yeah. so I'm really excited. Yes. But with the hurricane uh, kind of down there, who knows? It might be a doubleheader on Sunday. When you look at this, because I've been talking, you know, when Mike was on the show, I had this conversation all year that I never kind of understood why the Mets are good. Um, now you know. <laughs> With Scherzer and DeGrom back, okay, sure. I understand that aspect. Mm-hmm. But the offense doesn't scare me. Mm-hmm. The bullpen doesn't scare me. I mean, Sugar Diaz has had a great season. Yeah. Uh, but the the rest of the group doesn't really scare me. Yet this team is the team that kind of won't die. When you yeah. look at, at these two teams, do you feel it's more in favor of the Braves, more in favor of the Mets? I mean, which mm-hmm. team do you just I mean, Bassett and Starling Marte and mm-hmm. Mark Canna. And, I mean, isn't Eric Chavez um, yes. with the Mets, too? Yes. So, you know, I mean, <laughs> I love him, too. Um, and 
and you know, I I don't know why, but I just I would much rather listen to Keith Hernandez mispronounce all of their <laughs> names than like well, you know, I mean, I I don't know, something about the and of course, you know, I mean, with the Braves, I I love Matt Olson to death course. too. So Of course, I can't um, believe so the Braves lost Freddie Freeman and, and were able to find I a know. solid replacement. Yeah. I love Matt Olson. He is yeah. no Freddie Freeman. However, he but is a solid he is replacement. really good. Yes, so you exactly. like the Mets in this. I mean, I'm a I Frankie do do. Lindor yeah. guy. Yes. Oh, big oh, Francisco yeah. and, Lindor And that's guy. the thing, too. And it's like, since I've been watching a lot of Mets games this mm-hmm. year, and it was like the first time, you know, I was like, oh, this is going to be the first time that Bassett pitches for the Mets. I want to watch it. This is mm-hmm. going to be the first time that, you know, uh, Mark Canna is going to be, you know, in the starting lineup for the yeah, Mets. Yeah. I want to watch it. So I was watching all my, all my old guys. And uh, and then, you know, started watching them more and more this season. I was like, this is fun. They're a really fun team to watch. And I, I mean, Pete, Pete Alonso is really great to watch. Like you said, bear. yeah, Francisco Lindor is good. Mm-hmm. And um, and, you know, I mean, it's just there like who's the guy? There's one dude that just doesn't strike out. Um, uh, McNeil. Yeah. Uh, yeah. And Jeff he's got, McNeil. he chokes up on his bat mm-hmm. and he has that funny, like no end of his bat handle. And he plays and, second, third, yeah, left, center, yeah, right. Yeah. And yeah. it's like, the dude just won't go away. And mm-hmm. it's like, yes, this is so much fun to watch him just grind those at bats. And you know, I don't know. I, I, I like watching them. I, it, I like them. It's, it's funny. I mean, I am a huge Jacob deGrom guy. Mm. I have spent my entire life loving to respectfully despise Max Scherzer. Um, <laughs> right. And and I love Frankie Lindor too, um, but I'm the opposite of you. I get attracted to the sexiness of the Atlanta Braves, mm-hmm. the Ronald Acuna Juniors of the yeah. world, the Ozzy Albies, Dansby Swanson having a career year. I love Ron Washington though. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And <laughs> yep. and so and I've yeah. been a big Max Fried guy. Mm-hmm. I was He's a big great. Soroka guy before yep. he can't stop yeah. being hurt. Um, this well, then it, it's what's so funny about you know modern day baseball is. You in the wild card game will most likely play a team that's won 100 games. Mm-hmm. Yeah. There's no that's shot, insane. right? If you're Philly or yeah. San Diego, aren't you trying to avoid either the Mets or the Braves? Yeah. <laughs> right? Both of them. I don't want either of them. <laughs> no. I just want to finish third mm-hmm. and hopefully go play who would it be? You'd get the Cardinals. Right, yeah. So you're like trying to lose right. <laughs> in the wild in the wild card? So yeah. I, 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 f- I find that really interesting. Mm-hmm. Uh, now, you love watching the Mets, but if you if you had to put money on it, who do you think comes out of this? Oh, dang, money. I don't have any money to put down, but... <laughs> a dollar. You got a dollar. A dollar. dollar is what she needs. Oh. Ah, I, I, I don't know. I, I'm going to say the Mets still. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, I know uh, they... I, it was great. I did like seeing the Braves win the World Series last year. That oh, was that was great. We all did. Anyone um, but the Dodgers. Well, That's yeah. usually what we say. I, I know, right? Yeah, anybody but the Dodgers. And I grew up a Dodgers fan. Right. And I'm like, go Padres! <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, I don't know. Um, yeah, I, I like I like the Mets. I, I hope that, you know, but again, it's it's just so weird how it's like, yes, the mm-hmm. wild card, you're going to be playing somebody who's won 100 games, which is insane to think yeah. about. And you think about the fact that the Mets have been number one since April, yeah. and now all of a sudden they're not, you know, for mm-hmm. like a couple of days here and there, bouncing back and forth, like now they're first, now they're not, now they're first, now they're not, back mm-hmm. and forth, back and forth. So And, I'm, yeah. I, you know, Brent Snitaker of the Braves, I think, I think he's – Pretty darn good manager. Yeah, yeah. But it's hard to root against Buck Showalter. Yeah. I mean, the guy has built 
two World Series champions and got fired the year before they won mm-hmm. the World Series. Yeah. That's rough. Yeah. That's rough. Mm-hmm. Joe's beloved Orioles, he yep. built that team until the front office decided to <laughs> and I was gonna say bamboozle the, that. And now say they're the, doing well. <laughs> well, yes. the one team they let him stick around for too long, they ended up not winning the World Series right. and having to blow the whole thing up, and it was my Orioles. Right, so yeah. so I'm, I'm kind of rooting for him. I... I think I, I I want I don't know who's going to win. I, if, if I get to bet money, I'm going to bet on the Braves because they won the World Series. But there's no logic behind it other right, than that. Yeah. I'm so tempted to root for the Mets to be in the wild card mm-hmm. simply because I can't imagine what a wild card game is when game one you throw Max Scherzer and game two you throw Jacob Degrom yeah. and game three you go there should be no game three. Right. Exactly. <laughs> so yeah. that's what I'm interested in uh, when it comes to postseason. I mean. I have always been a big pitching guy, mm-hmm. uh, and that is, I don't know, maybe I should just root for the Mets to go to the World Series. I love Jacob yeah. DeGrom. He's yeah. my favorite pitcher in baseball. Cool, yeah. Um, this Mets team to me is weird, though. I think on paper they should be better than they are, mm-hmm. but they also should be worse than they are. <laughs> um, they seem to play with a lot of character. Mm-hmm. I think they're really well managed. Mm-hmm. What scares me most about them is I think in their offense there isn't a guy. Yeah. You could say Lindor, mm-hmm. you could say Pete Alonzo, but they're too inconsistent for me. That's why I lean towards the Braves. Plus sense. Ronald Acuna Jr. is one of the most yeah. fun watching players yeah. I've ever seen. Yeah, he's pretty amazing to watch. Joe, if you, yeah. Joe, if you gotta take one of these teams, um, I mean, you know me, I've been waxing on how I think the Mets shouldn't be good, yet here they are <laughs> at ninety eight wins. Uh, if you're looking at this, what, what what are you feeling? The Phillies. No, they're 14 <laughs> games back. It can't happen. Um, man, I'm never a fan of the Mets in September. <laughs> I mean, let's be real. They've had some epic collapses. Granted, they're only one game ahead of the Braves, so there isn't much to collapse there. Um, they're seven and three out of their last ten. I know they're 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 playing good. Um, I I think I'm gonna lean Mets just because of that. Um, they aren't. Um, you know. They're not hitting a streak of uh, losing games, or instead of seven out of three, it's three out of seven. Sure, or three and seven rather. Um, so yeah, let's give the Mets some love that they pull it out and the spending all the money was worth it for uh, one year at least. And we can we can dive into this a little more too. I'll, I'll take it a step further. When you're in the National League, it's it's kind of like the National League is more obvious because of the team who it is. The American League, I think everybody's kind of forgetting that the Astros are really good. Yeah, and nobody's going to want to play the Astros, but in the National League. Nobody wants to play the Dodgers. No. So you got to be built to beat the Dodgers. Right. The Braves were able to do it last year. I think this Mets team can beat the Dodgers. Yeah. But I think the Braves are more set up, too. And yeah. I think that, that might be sense. why I lean towards the Braves winning this. Do we believe either of these teams can beat the Dodgers? <sighs> In a seven-game series. Oh, seven games. That's right. Well, and, you know, I mean, they would try, of course, to do the whole, you know, Scherzer on short rest and Mm -hmm. DeGrom on short rest when they've both been injured quite a few times this season. They're both in their late 30s. Yep. Yeah. Can either of these teams beat them? I'm going to say yes. Yes. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Okay. I'm just going to say it. Yes. It's based on nothing, though. (laughs) I know. I secretly am, like, rooting for the Cardinals to just Mm -hmm. be gangbusters and just – steamroll everyone and get to the World Series, but I just don't think that's going to happen. Well, I mean, if it should be based off of anything, it should be based off of baseball, right? I mean, like, look how many times. I, and I know this Dodgers team is, mm-hmm. I mean, we'll have to check the record books after this year, but they are unreal this year. I mean, mm-hmm. how many times, though, over the last basically decade have they been 
Unreal. Have they been the top of the National League? Well, and- yeah, let, yeah. I mean, they. I think you know they're looking at ten years almost winning the National League West, and they got one World Series out of it. Yeah. Exactly. You know, like, and so it was the shortened season. You yeah, know, when do we yeah. start talking about you like the Atlanta Braves? One hundred six, one hundred seven, one hundred eight win Dodger team. To me, is human at this point, right? <laughs> right. Yeah, we got them right where where we want them, boys. <laughs> mm-hmm. So that'll be that'll be the interesting thing to watch. You know, I think these playoffs this year, especially with the expanded wild card, uh, will be something mm-hmm. very special. All right, when we come back, it's everybody's favorite, fair or foul. But first, there's my man Joe with sports. Is it fair? Oh my That's goodness! Or is it foul? Well, he thought it was foul. I think. A knowledge test to see how well they know the big leagues. Mathematics and strange symbols now as far as Major League Baseball is concerned. The OBP and the SLG, the ISO, and the you name it. And what our distinguished hosts think about the stories that popped up around the big leagues. Peralta. Knocks it into center. David tonight, two for two. Lead off single here in the fourth. And nobody noticed. This is Fair or Foul on the Hot Corner on 1080 The Fan. All right, this is the Hot Corner. We do it every single week at the bottom of the second hour during the duck season. That is at 9.30. We are going to christen you, Jen, with right. Fair or Foul. Uh, don't take it too seriously. Joe is trying to get you to say the wrong answer. Okay. So just... Trust your gut, and you'll probably be wrong. That's how I've been since the start of this show. Okay. So without further ado, we pass this over to our fantastic producer, Mr. Joseph Fisher III. Yes, yes. And, uh, Jen, I feel like you were going to fare, uh, <laughs> no pun intended right there. <laughs> wow. <laughs> Look at that. Uh, you're going to fare much better than one Will Ortner did um, when he was in a couple weeks ago. He went, uh, I believe he went 0 for 4. Did he go 0 for 4, Patrick? Yes, he did. Man. Poor guy. I went. I went fair on him every single time. Yep. And, and, uh, he, and he tried to play the well. You can't uh, fool me again. Yeah. Nope. Nope. What's the rule for uh, fool me four times? Because that <laughs> that happened uh, last time. Get out of here. But this uh, first one, Jen. Um, I think you might be able to get this one. And I'm. I had to put this in here. And I know it's baseball season, but uh, I believe on Saturday there was a certain team that went to a certain part in uh, northeastern Washington and got a W. So uh, let's start this thing off with a fair or foul. The Oregon Ducks football team beat Washington State 44-41 in Pullman on Saturday. Patrick, do you care to uh, go first on that one, bud? Uh, I will go first. Uh, with about three minutes left in that game, I turned it off because Wazoo had a one. So Cougs are 4-0, and I feel real good. <laughs> Just didn't even see it happen, huh? See what happened, dude. <laughs> We're up big. I'm out of here. Uh, Jen, do you want to give this uh, give this one a stab? Uh, so, so... Also, Pullman <laughs> is in, also, Pullman is in <laughs> southeast Washington, not northeast Washington. Uh, tomato, or I should I say potato, potato. Raise that, your hand if you've region. lived there. Um... Well, Jen, I'm just filling you in. Normally, we do uh, baseball fair fouls here, but uh, I had to rib one uh, Washington State Cougar alum, Patrick Harris. That's all right. Yeah, you haven't. uh, I forgot we haven't had the chance to deal with that. Yeah, wild game. I was expecting Bo Nix to throw a pick, and uh, I was wrong. Uh, He very much did in that first half. But, um, man, Patrick, on my uh, Twitter timeline, you should see – Basically, the range of emotions I went through the whole game, and then my final tweet during that game, I cannot believe the Ducks are going to win this. What's funny, Joe, is I was watching that game in my bedroom by myself. 
And so I'm just like sitting there quietly watching it all go down. And my wife came in. She goes, how's the game? You're like, fantastic. I said, I, said, I think we're going to win this game. She was like, oh, awesome. And she went downstairs, started working on whatever she was working on. I walked downstairs. She goes, so how's the game? And I went, no, we lost. She goes, what? oh, that's weird. And I was like, yeah, what's for dinner? So it was kind of nice just watching by myself. I like uh, didn't have a ton of like, I don't know, anxiety. Plus, it's Wazoo, so we're good. Well, hey, bud, valiant effort. Uh, Cam Ward, man, if you get another year of him doing what he did against the Ducks or get the rest of this year and next year, I think we might be looking at a first-round pick there, bud. Let's hope so. All right, now we'll get to some baseball here, Jen, I swear. Um, Yes, we had uh, Aaron Judge have a uh, uh, record-breaking performance today with his uh, 61st home run tying Roger Maris for the uh, AL record, but obviously a Yankee record as well, franchise record, right? 61. Fair foul. Garrett Cole tied the Yankee record for strikeouts in a season today as well. Strikeouts in a season for a Yankee. Okay, well, you've got Clemens. Right. Um, you've got... Whitey Ford is not a big... Don Larson, those guys weren't big strikeout guys. Hmm. Single season strikeouts. I'm going to say fair. You think so? There's just something about Garrett Cole's face that I've been looking at lately, and I just want to slap him. I want to slap him because of his (laughs) voice, because his voice sounds like Kermit the Frog, and it doesn't sound like it would come, like, that doesn't sound like that should be. He just looks so pouty all the time. So because I don't like him, that's it. I'm going to say foul. Foul. So I will be the contrarian here, simply because I don't like his face. It is fair. Oof. Tying uh, Ron Guidry. Ron Guidry, huh? 248. 248. So he tied today. He tied. That was okay. the question. He tied the Yankee record for strikeouts in the season. And if he played today, he's probably got one, one more, more start, start in yep. him because they have a bye. They've got uh, seven games left, so I would imagine that. Yeah, yeah and one they of have a bye, good. so they'll want to keep going. So he'll set that record. Yeah. How about Unless that? He just get shelled. Most most home runs by a Yankee in a season and likely most strikeouts by a Yankee in a season. Yet I don't think this Yankee team is very good. That's (laughs) what I find so funny. Well, I was was watching the game last night, and uh, they showed their starting lineup, and uh, boy, it's a lot of... uh, Aaron Judge and guys batting 220, 230, 210, 220, oh, oh yeah, 230. They, they clinched yesterday and gave everyone the day off except for Judge because he's trying to go to 61. Yeah, it was uh, it was bad. Uh, yeah. Moving on, though, to uh, the Yankees and the Astros, basically the top of the American League there. Both of them very good. Basically, it's, uh, I think you've your money on either one of those two teams to win the AL this year, and you'd feel confident in that. Fair or foul, they are the only teams with above 100 run differential in the American League. 100. So not, I ain't talking 200 here. I'm just talking 100. Right, right. We're not talking Dodger level. So the Yankees and the Astros. Well, I will give you this. The Yankees and Astros, they both do have over 200, but does anybody else have at any... 100, just a 100 run differential. Uh, I'm going to say foul. Foul. 
trying to think about this. For Jen, what I, will Patrick say? I think I saw the Mariners are at like 61. So obviously they're out. Um, the Rays are not world beating offense. I'm about to sneeze. Excuse me. Normally I'm able to take that off, but I can't do that right now. Um, Maybe you should quit. Yeah, right. Um, if there's anything I know about the little engine that could, that is Cleveland. Um, that squad is not known for a lot of their runs. I want to believe that Toronto is a plus 100 um, in their run differential. So I will say I will say fair because I think Toronto is the third. Um, very Mike Lynch-esque answer from you, Patrick, because uh, the Mariners actually they have a 64 plus run dif- run differentials. So oh, did, th- did they win three? By, did they win by three today? One by two. So, uh, yeah. And uh, the Toronto Blue Jays, they do have the third best run differential in the American League, but is not over 100. It is only 67. Jeez. So, so between second place and third place in the AL run differential, you're looking at basically 150 runs. Wow. Oh, my. That yeah. is that is insane. But there are three uh, NL teams that are above 100. Yes, you got the Mets, you got the Braves, um, the Doyas, Dodgers, and you got the Cardinals at 128 as well. The Cardinals. Well, I mean, like, I, I mean, yeah, in the 100 to 200 range. Yeah, yeah, right, right. But yes, yeah, not above 100 because yeah, there's more than just three teams above. 100. Correct. Yeah. Correct. Sorry. Yeah, those Dodgers again yeah, uh, doing those, some historical stuff with yeah. 321. <laughs> it, yeah. It's it's funny. Think about this in a perception way, okay? Now, the Blue Jays are only two games ahead of the Mariners, right? So record-wise, they seem like similar teams, okay? You look at run differential, not far apart. They seem like similar teams. But do we not in our heads think that the Blue Jays are astronomically better than the Mariners? Do you think that in your head, or is that just me? Sometimes I do, yeah. Uh, (laughs) I'm kind of feeling it right now. I feel like the Blue Jays have been playing really good baseball as of late. Right, and are a way better team than the Mariners. But yeah. if you look at stats, record, all that stuff, they're kind of the same. Right. Very close. All right, and moving on to our last one. Of course, with the postseason looming, records being broken, we're going to finish this fair foul off with the Chicago Cubs, of course. Oh, let's go, yeah. <laughs> Watching a lot of Cubs baseball in September. Will Patrick, <laughs> bite your tongue because they have been very good after the All-Star break, okay? Okay. 34-29. and 29. Wow, that's a lot better than I thought. I Five games over 500. Okay, maybe not very good. But <laughs> hey, that, that's good. That's, that's good, okay. I guess. Um... But this could be even better. Fair or foul, the Cubs are undefeated against the Mets and the Braves since the All-Star break. A perfect 8-0. Well, I know that they, I know like two weeks ago, they swept the Mets because Souk was whining and complaining about it. And I thought, the, and that's, I think, when the Braves took over for the first time. But the Bravos, gosh, I don't know about that. I like the Braves too much. But see, this is part of like why I don't know the Mets are good. Because they're losing to the Cubs, but they're beating other people. I I will say fair on this. I'll give the Cubs a little love and say that they are undefeated against the Mets yeah, and I, the Braves. I think so, too. That's wild. Uh, yeah, I mean, the Cubs, they have been playing very great as of late. They are 8-0 against the Mets and the Phillies, not the Braves. Ah. This is foul. Yeah, I did not actually see what they've done uh, against the Braves since the All-Star break, but 
Eight no against the Mets and Phillies. I'd, uh, those are two ge- uh, two good teams. So I mean, uh, good good for them, I guess. You know what's crazy about positive the Nat- momentum, guys. You know what's crazy about the National League playoff picture is that Bryce Harper and Juan Soto are going to be in the playoffs, and nobody knows it. Yeah. Nobody knows it. Who? Bryce Harper and Juan Soto. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Like two, two some of the greatest players in baseball. They're both going to be in the playoffs and nobody knows. No, it definitely uh, dawned on me a couple weeks when I, uh, like the Phillies, they started playing much, much better. And I peeked at the standings. I'm like, wait, what? what? Whoa, we're going to get Bryce Harper in the playoffs yeah. again? Okay. All right. Sign me up. Don't yeah. worry. He won't win a World Series. He'll leave the Phillies and they'll win the next year. Uh, yeah. That's, uh, yeah. Honestly, right. I don't know if I want to see that or not. <laughs> okay, that is fair or foul. We do it every single week at the bottom of the second hour. Like, we come back. Would you want to see Philly fan be happy? No. See, that's that's where I I have a soft spot for uh, soft spot in my heart for Phillies uh, as well. But I mean, I don't want Philly fan to be happy. No, no, they deserve to be miserable forever. Yeah. All right, when we come back, we'll wrap this bad boy up. The hot corner, ten eighty, the fan. Hot Corner on 1080 The Fan. All right, we'll be back next week, as we always are. I don't know what's going on. I got a meeting tomorrow, but we'll figure it out. Um, I would hope he would at least let us finish the baseball season. (laughs) Like, hey, guys. Great show last night. How about that 61st home run? Mariners might make the playoffs. Look at all this, huh? I know it was a good run while it lasted. Show's over. I know. It makes me think It makes me think like this. You know, with uh, with like uh, things like House of the Dragon being out right now. Right. Don't, don't uh, in the Game of Thrones books, don't the books end? Have you seen the show? Yes. Okay. Don't the books. Joe, have you seen the show? I have. Okay. Not, I mean, not the new one, but. Yeah, yeah, but but the original Game of yes. Thrones. Yeah. Yes. Don't the book end? Don't the books end currently when Jon Snow dies? Mm-hmm. Right? Isn't yeah, that isn't so. that where the books? I end? didn't read the books, but I I'm pretty sure that's what. Yeah. I'm pretty sure that's what it is. What if they just stopped there? Mm-hmm. <laughs> kind of yeah. like this show just stops now, right before the baseball season. You just, just a, leave that cliffhanger. Forever. We, we cut to black like the Sopranos. <laughs> I mean, we are equally uh, important to uh, the media culture. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's only right. Right. There's the Sopranos, and then there's the hot corner. Yep. Or like Seinfeld when they all get stuck mm-hmm. in the in the jail cell and it just goes away. <laughs> we just Have you seen the show Veep? Yes, but I didn't see the end of it. Oh, you has should watch ended? the end of it. Yeah, it has ended. My <laughs> wife and I just watched that show, and she had seen it before, and we finished it, and... And she was like, oh, I love this show. And I was like, I really enjoy this, too. Yeah. You know, you should watch. And she goes, what? I said, Curb Your Enthusiasm. Yes. So me me and the mm-hmm. partner, we are in uh, Curb Your Enthusiasm season one. Yeah. And I'm terrified that we are not far away from her realizing how much Larry David is in Patrick Harris. Oh, yeah. Uh, I share a lot of traits with Larry David, and it terrifies me. Mm-hmm. Terrifies me to the code. Joe, jo, have you seen that show? Uh, Curb? Yeah. Yeah. I've seen enough of it. I, 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 there was like a long time ago on Facebook, there was this thing where it was like, what are three characters that best define you or some stupid thing like that? And I was like, okay, let's see. Um, 
Liz Lemon from 30 Rock. Love it. Um, Steve Buscemi's character in Ghost World. Okay. <laughs> and Larry David in Curb Your Enthusiasm. Those are the three characters Ooh. that are m- most me. <laughs> I wish I was as cool as Larry David. I think I'm more Costanza than Larry David. Yeah. <laughs> I can see that. I think you'd rather be Larry David than George Costanza, right? If you had to choose between the two of them? Maybe. Because yeah. George seems a little more... Costanza's a little more, yeah. Seems a little more manic, a little more all yeah. over the place. Mm-hmm. I mean, Larry does have that, like, you know, anxiousness about him, and it uh-huh. just kind of makes me nervous. It's like the, you know, like the I Love Lucy. You always know something's going to go wrong, and it just gives you that anxiety. <laughs> yeah. It's like, there's something going to go wrong. Like, he doesn't have enough napkins or, you know, whatever it is. <laughs> You know, he p- picks up a, a streetwalker so that, you know, he can have a, a person in the carpool lane to get to the Dodgers game faster. <laughs> you know, and it's like, uh, yeah, but yes. <laughs> yeah, I think that's interesting. Um, and I, I we're really in, we're really enjoying this. And I think it's because the 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 difference between New York and L.A. is is so vast. <laughs> and I think I find myself a little more of a New York guy. Mm. And so I think I that's why I love the transition of Seinfeld to Curb. Yeah. And that's that's sure. kind of my thing. Is there anything you're watching right now? This is kind of the part where we like mess talk around and talk, talk about yeah, talk about uh, the things we enjoy. <laughs> uh I I've been watching a lot of um I just kind of turn on stuff to have in the background, but mm-hmm. obviously, you know, baseball's on all day on three di- <laughs> I had it on three different devices the other day. Um but when I'm not watching baseball, um, I just started the new season of the British Baking Show. <laughs> nice. My wife watches that. I love it. It's just like really wholesome content mm-hmm. and like nobody hates each other. Like everybody's nice to each other. Yeah. And everybody's like, well done, well done. You know, even their, their cake is falling down. You know, <laughs> it's just, it's such a sweet show. It's, it's different yeah. than the Americans that are like, you yeah. will die. Yeah, exactly. Like in Top Chef, they're like, I'm going to sabotage your, you know, whatever. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it's, it's a sweet show. I like to watch that. It's, it's nice, wholesome content. And then we just watched some silly movie. I can't remember. Um, oh, golly. I can't remember what the name of it is. Um, do revenge or something. Is that what it's called? Okay. Do revenge. I don't Sounds know. Sounds terrifying. It's, it's, it reminds me of every teen movie in the world. It's really great. <laughs> <laughs> Joe, what are you getting into these days? You know, I, um, uh... I was going on an arrested development bender for a while. Ooh, nice. Yeah, and it, I, I talked to some people and they're jo- they're like, Joe, seek help. Seek a different show. <laughs> Just one other show for the love of God. <laughs> um, so I uh, kind of stayed within that tree and went uh, with a Will Arnett show and started myself some BoJack Horseman. Yes. Oh, I haven't seen that too. show yet. Yeah. <laughs> There's a lot of like jokes that go through the whole, like all three, I mean like all eight uh, seasons. Yeah. Like the standing jokes that just kind of reoccur it's and also a- like the the show is it's half humans and then half yes. animals <laughs> that are basically like humans they're as tall as them and you know have have arms and legs and there's just so many dumb animal yep. puns and yeah. jokes in it that so make the show just so much sillier and funny while on top of it being a totally like a mirror at hollywood and how it just takes celebrities and takes them in, chews them up, and spits them out, and then <laughs> they are a 90s star, and then the next minute they're nobody. But again, the animal puns and the animal yeah, jokes, that's so that's what good. sells me. That's what gets me. Yeah, I love I love adult cartoons. Like Neil McBeal, the yes. Navy SEAL, yes. who is a literal SEAL yes. who was in the Navy. Yes. Uh, he had dibs on muffins, and that's Bojack right. took the muffins. I had it, dibs! <laughs> Tom Grumbo Jumbo, which is a blue whale, which is the news anchor. That is actually Keith Olbermann voicing. <laughs> yep. 
the news anchor. And if you pay close attention, like when they're in the diner, like the guys that work in the kitchen are cockroaches. (laughs) (laughs) See, Patrick, I think you being a Futurama fan also, you would really enjoy this show. I I am a huge adult cartoon fan. (laughs) Yeah, it's great. Uh, My wife gets very, very upset with me about it because (laughs) she says, I have to watch cartoons all day with the kids. Please don't make me watch cartoons all day with my partner. And I'm kind of like, but these cartoons are for you and me. I know, especially being the like Star Wars kid I am. Like they've got so many cartoons that are so good. And I want my wife to watch them so bad. And she's like, no, thank you. I'm like, all right, fine. Well, those subtle references that you didn't notice in the first place, you'll never understand then. Because that's, I mean, like, guys, there's a new yeah. Star Wars show out. Of course I'm watching that. Yeah. Of course I'm watching that. There's another new? Yeah, yeah dude. It's called Andor. It's about Cassie and Andor, the dude, uh, Diego Luna from Rogue One. I'm losing track at this point. Yeah. No. How many toys can they fit into a Target aisle that are <laughs> Star Wars related? Disney, Ooh. come on. Ooh, yeah. They're sandwiched right in between the uh, Jurassic Park ones. Oh, okay. I know. Does Our- Disney own that now? It's only a matter of time, I'm sure. <laughs> No, I think that's Universal. Yeah, yeah, because that that ride is at the Universal yeah, Studios. Yeah, unless Disney yeah. bought Universal. Uh, breaking news: Disney has purchased the rights to. No, <laughs> they've got everything else. Mm-hmm. It wouldn't shock me. All right, well, as we as we start to wrap this up, uh, as things stand right now, Jen, I'll ask the tough question: Who you got winning the World Series? You know who I want to win the World Series and who I think is going to win the World Series are Dude, two I totally love it. different things. Say both. I know. Well, I, it would be so awesome to see the Padres and the Mariners against each other. <laughs> okay. Because <laughs> neither one of them have, and, well, I mean, the Mariners have never yeah. been, but um, yeah, God, yeah. I feel like for some reason the St. Louis Cardinals are going to win. Ooh. I don't want them to, Ooh. but... I don't know. Some stupid reason I think they are. I don't know. I am absolutely terrified that this postseason is going to be fantastic and the World Series is going to be Dodgers-Astros with Astros winning it. That's 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 what I'll go with because hey, I am a I doom love Dusty Baker. I'm a I, doom I love gloom Dusty guy. Baker. Maybe Dusty gets his. All right, that'll do it for us. We'll be back next week. For Jen Ellis, thank you so yes, much for stepping for in me. for us. And Joe Fisher behind the wall. Uh, I'm Patrick Harris. Go do something that I would do. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.